Welcome to episode 24. You got the number right. Yeah. That's awesome. Do a musical. <laughs> I, ju- I just uh, did a musical number. Do one, Sean. Welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, we're back. It's the podcast. Welcome back. You got re- Welcome back. That was like. Uh, to the podcast. Not bad. I'm a pretty good improv singer. It was like Mr. Rogers, where it's not flashy. But it's nice. It's comfy. It's I want people to be comfy. Yeah, I wanna I wanna bring back Mr. Rogers, but put him in like a bad neighborhood where he's like, "It's <laughs> a bad day in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's the bad day in the neighborhood. There's fentanyl cases all over the place. My neighbor got shot. <laughs> he's just putting on a bulletproof vest. <laughs> My neighbor got shot. No face, no case. No <laughs> face." <laughs> a bullet without a name is a bullet not for me. It's a terrible day. In Mr. The Rogers in the hood. <laughs> I want to see that. Or Mr. Rogers. I never really watched that show. No? No, I was more of a Sesame Street guy. Child. Not a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a Sesame yeah, like, Street child. I was doing Fan of Ozark. I'm more like Elmo. <laughs> like... You had a bar and a girl's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And you're like, can't tomorrow. Go wake up early. Yeah. I'm going to catch up on my Sesame Street. I <laughs> can't tomorrow, babe. It's just such a good show. Such a good. I'm learning. Tomorrow I'm going to learn about the letter T. <laughs> I'm very excited. Never really knew how to use the letter T. I'm very hyped about it. T's for titties. <laughs> T's for testosterone, which I have a lot of. You'll find out. You'll find out. Uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I didn't. I never trusted that what, little fucking bear. What's thing. his name? The bear. The, the bear's name. Fucking piece of shit. If you ask me, was I, a cat. Was it a cat? Yeah. I, I, can we cut Joshua's mic? Every time I say something, he just he he corrects me. No, it's no. I like it. Though. Fair. He, corre- he Joshua does correct me. But he, I am an American. I do not <laughs> like to be corrected. I like saying things into the ether. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah, we, I mean, as you know, Tony, the whole reason we started this is because we want to spread misinformation. <laughs> so. Me and Sean got, we got high on marijuana, cocaine, uh, cocaine, uh, ayahuasca. We drank. Basalts. Basalts. We drank rumple mints. And we were I don't just, know what that is, but I had it. <laughs> we were in the alleyway and we're like, let's start a podcast. And then Sean's like, I'll only do it if we do one thing. I go, what is that? And he goes, spread the most misinformation this world has ever seen. Yeah, I know. I remember I was just out of my mind on a bunch of drugs in an alley. And Tony said to me, you know what this world needs more of, Sean? I was like, what? You know, I looked at Tony and he's just a lizard. And I go, misinformation. (laughs) And he pushes my head down and it wasn't. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. Well, you are on code. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it would make sense. Probably. Hey, happen. and it wasn't gay. No, it was just a fart in it his was face. Just, it was two friends <laughs> keeping each other warm. All right, listeners? <laughs> That's what you do. You know, the dick is the warmest part of the body. <laughs> is it tr- Is that really? Misinformation fact number one. <laughs> what is the warmest part of the body? It's the dick. It's the penis. Or, dis- or the vagina. The different genitals. parts of the body have different temperatures. With the rectum, being right. the warmest. Your right. butt. Oh, the urine. Followed by the ears, urine, and the mouth. 
So I wasn't. I wasn't even close. No. I wasn't close. Urine. I think urine counts as penis. I bet you because the urine is in the penis area. Yeah. Is urine stored in your balls? No. Oh no! <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> Did I? I? Is there is there fluid in in that in the sack? Oh shit! The armpits. The coldest. oh the arm. That's that's why. weird to me. The armpits. The coldest part of the body. No, that makes sense. That's why when like uh, when they check for fever, sometimes they'll do the armpit. Oh, because it's the coldest, so probably you get a, a pretty good reading. If it's really warm, that's crazy that they use the armpit because it like they could get a false negative where it's like, oh, you're fine, and then you die. Yeah, like you're at like 101, you're all right, and the rest of your body is at like 108. <laughs> <laughs> What's the highest fever you've ever had? Probably like 102. Really? That's mm-hmm. it? 102, 103, yeah. Dude, one time in like middle school, I had like a that's 107. It. You got a 107? Yeah. What's fatal? I think like 110. I was really, I was hot, dude. I was hot. You were hot? I was hot. Were you walking into school and you're just like, I'm a hot boy today. (laughs) And all the girls were like, there's something different with Sean. He's sweating profusely. He's so hot right now. Sean is so hot right now. uh, Every girl's crazy about a hot man. Moderate states of feet. Yeah, no, no. You I were one. De- you were one degree away. I was one degree away. Yeah, you were one degree away from death. Yeah, I was. And I go to the hospital. It was crazy. At what? How old were you? I must have been in like fifth grade or sixth grade or something like that. It was just a really bad. I got sick a lot as a kid. Yeah, like a lot. Like, I would be sick like four or five times a year. Really? Yeah. But now my immune system is really strong. Like I think I think all of that it was like hardening me for life. Yeah, you just didn't wash your hands. <laughs> Did you not wash your hands? No, I was right? a clean boy. No, you weren't. You just I just... I swear, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you know how I know you're lying. You go, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I washed. I was like, okay. Sometimes I didn't, but a lot of, <laughs> but like most of the time, yeah. I was clean. I didn't get sick. I faked a lot of sickness. When I was like, dude, why do I never, why, what's the psychology behind that? Like, why did, why do, why you still want to go to school? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. f- like home was more fun than, cause I, uh, got picked on. No, Oh yeah. no, 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 I, uh, middle school. Yeah. My first year moving back was a little rough cause I had, uh, all my friends from German school from first, like, uh, sixth grade Yeah, where we literally all had almost all the same classes. For like six years, best friends, like, and then moving again after all that. And then middle school, going from German school back to America. It's a transition. It's a transition. It's a lot. Yeah. In the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's It, it was weird. So, yeah. So, I, I, I faked the sickness. And my mom lived in Germany, so I was depressed about that. Like oh, no, single parent sick. household? No, stepmom. Oh, stepmom. That wasn't going Which great. Which is probably that, worse. That wasn't that. going great. She, she's, We're cool now, but it was not a... I don't think she ever wanted to be a parent. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, just marry, I was like, just marry someone who doesn't have kids then. <laughs> don't marry two pubescent fucking teenagers fucking going through emotion. Yeah, it was, it was wild. So, yeah, I faked a lot of sicknesses. What did you do when you stayed home? At first, they would let me stay home. And then... If I was sick, they would drop me off at my grandparents' house, and it was even worse. Like, my grandma would take away my phone, my, like, GameCube. Like, she's like, if you're sick, you're not playing. And I was like, I'd rather go to school then. <laughs> she stuck a I, – I knew the last straw was she stuck a fucking thing up my butt. What? What is it? Uh, a rectal thermometer? No, the, the fucking pill. 
uh, a oh. max, yeah, she just goes, we're going to get it out of you. And she pff, put it in. And it was not fun. Your grandma yeah, molested she had, you. She had long fingernails. And I was, just, <laughs> I was like, can we not do this? Not molested. Sodomized, but not molested. Sodomized. Sodomized. Yeah, my, mom, grandma, my, my grandma's not a molester. She's a lot of things, but not a molester. <laughs> Sod- sodomized. Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Honestly, she went to a lot of. She went to the Catholic Church a lot, so maybe she learned that tactic there. When she did it, did she hold you down with one arm and then with the other hand shove it up your ass? No. But my grandpa just stood in the room and he just goes, stop bitching. Because <laughs> she's done that to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, stop bitching. That sounds like a Pulp Fiction scene. <laughs> <a> shotgun. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jesus gra- Christ, yeah. dude. Did your grandma like put it in her mouth first to moisten it up and then slit it You're in? You're making this disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Tony, I think you made it disgusting <laughs> with the rectal pill. Uh, that's medicine. We're talking medicine. She right put now. a dry <laughs> pill in your ass? Yeah. You got to moisten it. She probably put a little water on it. Maybe a little, I don't know. You boofed, you boofed a Maybe laxative. Maybe a little orange juice to give me a little vitamin C. <laughs> right in the butt. She just put an almond in your ass. She was like, watch this. It's like your medicine. No, she put popcorn. When I farted, it would Because <laughs> it's warm. With the butter. warmest yeah, part of your body. <laughs> with extra little butter. Uh, um, you just walk into your grandma's house, and you're like, I'm sick. <laughs> Not like, like that. Get ready to boof a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> She'd just be ready. My dad would drop me off, and she's just like an all like Nazi kind of like doctor's oh. gown. And she's like, are you ready for the experiment? <laughs> Today, we're, we're going to see if you can fly. <laughs> and I'm like, what? She has like, she has like bird wings. I was like, those are blue jays. Those are big wings. I'm a big boy, grandma. She's like, you will fly. <laughs> are you lying? <laughs> You are not sick. <laughs> you are not. If you are not sick, then you'd be okay to fly. All right? <laughs> sick boys love to fly. It says it here in my book. Dude, one of my, um, I won't say his name, but one of my good buddies growing up faked a migraine, chronic migraines for a year to get out of school <laughs> and to work? play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And it worked? Yes. <laughs> like, I believed him. He fooled me. He, it was the, one of the best kept secrets ever. How would it, what would he do? He'd just be like, ow. <laughs> like, no, it was kind of fucked up. It can, caught, you, wait, can you do that one more time okay, for okay. the audience, how he would fool you? Okay, ask me if I have a migraine. Hey, do you have a migraine? Ow. Yeah, it's just really bad right now. That anyway. was, actually, that was a lot better. That was the first one, not... Ow. The first one, yeah, the first one, you like hit your face, and it was for like two seconds. It's like, oh, you can. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, um, how yeah. did he get caught? He, he told his parents. He confessed. Really? Yep. <laughs> he confessed. <laughs> I didn't find out till years later. He probably, yeah, because they probably took him to the hospital, and they're like, he is fine. Well, dude, the thing is, I don't. This guy's so, so smart because migraines is one of the few diseases. That can be totally inconclusive and like it's you can just sort of like they don't there's so many causes of migraines that are like unknown. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird thing to have chronic migraines. Yeah. So like if he faked it well enough, the doctors would have would have believed him too. gave him drugs. This is crazy, dude. Got to play Call of Duty all day. He was really good at Call of Duty. I mean, he murdered. But his parents, were they, like, was there a parent at home while he was staying home? Uh, Yeah, the mom was at home. So she's like, do you have a migraine? And 
She's like, my poor boy, he's just yelling in the other room. She's like, he is so sick. He's just like, you goddamn noob. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> no, that was his, that was the vibe. He was really, he almost went pro. Did he? He, he was almost a pro Overwatch player. Really? But he didn't, he kind of just, yeah, blew, blew. He didn't go to the tryouts. He got invited to go to a pro Overwatch, which is a video game. Yeah. Yeah, and a pro Overwatch uh, tournament. He yeah. didn't. He didn't go to the tryouts. Why not? Because I think the pay was like fifty k. I forgot what he said to me. He was like, "Oh, you know, good buddy of mine." Yeah, he's like, "I don't know." He's just like, "I, I, I want to go to college." You, like, go you fucking idiot! You've been spending your whole life for this moment. You've been blowing off school. Yeah. You're not smart <laughs> at school. Whatever. You're not good at school. You've been spending all your childhood and life. Becoming a good video game player, this is your shot. And you mm-hmm. didn't take it. Okay, can we can we do a little game here? You know, you know those like early two thousands football movies where the coach comes in at halftime to hype the, the team up? I want to do that with Sean. You're the coach of a pro Call of Duty team, and we're losing okay. in the big tournament. <laughs> All right. And I want you to hype me and Joshua up. <laughs> okay. All right. Action. I'm opening the door. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, <laughs> what's the fucking score? It's zero to T- zero to two. Jo- no, Josh, what's the score? I I didn't I didn't exactly see it. exactly <laughs> awareness. What do I always say? Awareness, Adderall, the three A's of success. <laughs> awareness, Adderall, and Adderall again. <laughs> Are you on Adderall? You forgot the fourth rule. Don't fucking interrupt me. Yes, sir. Okay. You're my point. You're my lead man, Tony. What the fuck was that? I got you're, 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 you're out there, and the guy's been standing there for two or three seconds. Pull the trigger. I got scared. What are you, an Uvalde police officer? <laughs> I'm sorry I went there. I'm your coach. I'm your coach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. This is the worst motivation. You <laughs> yeah. told me he's the lead. What am I? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, what I thought I was a good player. I was a real good player. It's I don't want to be on this fucking team no more. <laughs> fuck you and your bananas. <laughs> My wife left me. I don't even like video games. <laughs> Josh, you coach. <laughs> you be the coach. We're going to smoke weed and then we're going to go play. That sounds actually, I'm ready to fucking fuck shit You know what I just thought of though? Like for the, for like the last three minutes is how committed you were to not tell your grandma I'm faking it. Oh no. Yeah. And you took my friend. No, but he took a pill in the ass (laughs) because my, my parents and my grandparents, the number one thing was if they found out you were lying. Ooh, so fear. Okay. So I was like, Oh, I got it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how did he stay committed? If she does one, if they found out I was lying, it would be like fifteen. <laughs> They'd be like, we're gonna shit the devil out of you. Because my grandma would literally say the only person that lies is the devil, and uh, yeah. So she would probably shove fifteen laxatives so I could shit out the devil. <laughs> yeah, my grandma's crazy. And your kidneys, both yeah. of your kidneys. Yeah. My grandma, dude, this is how crazy my Jesus grandma is. Jesus Christ! She didn't know I had tattoos until my college graduation day. So she shows up to Dallas, da da da. I'm wearing the garment. I take off the garment, wearing a short sleeve shirt, and she sees my tattoos. She gets red. She's a Hispanic woman. Gets red, and then she goes, "Where's my purse?" Right, and she grabs purse, 
She has like this big, big old thing of holy water. And she just starts rubbing it in my arm. And she's like, it won't come off. It won't. In front of all my friends and all the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was upset. And I was like, aren't you happy I graduated school? And she goes, any idiot could do this. She goes, but you're the big idiot that got tattoos. And I'm like, oh, that guy has a tattoo. And he goes, criminals. All of you criminals. Really? Yeah, yeah. She goes, the only people that get tattoos are sailors and rapists. Oh, you sailor rapist. <laughs> yeah, she said rapist. Because she, she said criminals. And I go, criminals? And she goes, rapists get tattoos. She goes, are you a sailor? All- yeah, she was crazy. She hates them. <laughs> you should have said, I, I rape sailors, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> for this nation. <laughs> I rape North Korean sailors, grandma, grandma. For the United States of America. <laughs> Shh, I'm undercover, grandma. <laughs> I'm going to find. I'll yeah. save the world. Also, I'm sure she loves the military, right? Yeah, and so the navy, navy, military people get tattoos all the time. Hey, so are they criminals? Probably they murder people. Yeah. More criminals. <laughs> There's a couple. In a way, ones. she's right. In, in a way, in a way, she's right. Would you? I wish. Would you want to be a pro gamer? Yes, dude. What's oh, the average? Love. What's the average salary of a pro gamer? Because, like, dude, like, you make a you make good money. It. I hear though, because my buddy I lived with, his buddy. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> forty four thousand isn't bad though. Median salary forty four k to play video games ain't bad. But the thing is, it all even if you're pro, it, it's still on you to take that next step, which either is like a tw- your own Twitch, your own Twitch channel or sponsorships from like you know. No, but streaming the, is where it's all at, dude. The one gaming. thing, the one thing that that's crazy is my buddy in college, his friend from high school became a professional League of Legends player. Oh, wow. Um, Team Liquid. It's, no fucking way. Look up Team really? Liquid. Team Liquid. Dude, they're like, of, they're like, was, that's like the Goldman Sachs of, oh, dude, and I was, of uh, I was ta- League of Legends. Yeah, I was talking to him, and he's like, yeah, man, you wake up at like a, you work out. Like, they do like workouts. Because you have to keep your mind right. Mind right. Fist. You do workouts. Then you, uh, then you game for like eight or nine hours, the same game, strategy meetings. Then you go to bed. He goes, for like eight or nine months, you don't have life. Dude, it's dude. The, the like they'll spend <clears throat> like a like a week on like one mechanic. Yeah. So they don't even play the game. They'll like play because the game ends up. The game is anywhere between like a half hour and forty five minutes usually. Yeah. So they'll spend a whole week if you're like, um, let's say one of the positions is like top top lane, which is the whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But they'll spend a whole week or something like just practicing like. One little thing over and over, over again, and over. just just to get so good at it, like it's like you'll never miss it. But dude, it's that's miserable. For that's me, not even fun anymore. No, it's a it's job. A, it's a job. Look, um, up, look up 2017 Team Liquid League of Legends. Let's see. So your your friends from high school, my your, roommate, your, my roommate in college, his buddy from high school. What the fuck? One of these guys? Go down real quick, 2017. I don't see him. Maybe he got dropped. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Not... Oh, it's that, that guy. Which one? On the right? The guys, yeah. Rainover? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Your, fr- your friend's he, roommate? He went to a few of our college parties, yeah. Nice guy. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yep. He's a sweetie. How much Adderall was he on all the time? 
I don't know, dude. But the thing is, he's like gamers. It's crazy. People think gamers are just like schlobs. They're no, actually in shape. They're like, autistic. They, no, they tell them they have to work out like crazy. They have to why? Because you have to keep your men, mental mental strength. And they they get like a balance like breakfast like nutri they train them like they train athletes. Well, it is a sport, dude. I think it really is a sport because you're sitting there and you're playing a video game, and that's a sport. No, it's endurance because, like, dude, a game, a match, a tournament could last a few hours, and you have to be mentally yeah. and physically prepared, and your body has to be good. Because if you're just eating shit all day, you don't know when you got to poop. Yeah, it says you in know? many video games, you need to be able to think clearly as we react quickly. Exercise helps increase blood flow and oxygen to the brain, as well as enhancing neuroplasticity. Plasticity. There we go. According to research by the NIH. So yeah, they got to work out. I just wish my dad would have let me play Call of Duty. I was pretty decent. I was yeah. pretty decent, but he he was like three hours a day. Like, it's a generational thing, man. I was like, Dad, I'm I could have been. Uh, you could have at least been a streamer or even something. Even a streamer, I have a, little, sort of, I have a little personality. Yeah. Papa, I got a little personality. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, they, dude, they they don't see it as a career path. It is. Crazy. I wonder yeah. what do you think we're not going to see as a career path for the next generation? Truck drivers. <laughs> I think when uh, I think when we saw like uh, what was it? Not TikTok. What was the thing before? Snapchat. No, it was like the six Vine. second video vines. That was like one thing where you're like, oh, this is a cool little tool, but I didn't think anybody was going to be able to make money off of Vine. Yeah. Yeah, people make careers out of that shit, dude. But Vine. Well, I think. Dude, yeah, it's I'm just I'm bummed out because I love video games. I've always been a gamer. I stopped recently because it's like I'm not the th here. But dude, video games are fucked up because they like the whole like with League of Legends, especially with video games like this online stuff where you're competing in strangers. It gets toxic as fuck. Yeah. And your whole life is about like getting to the next level. And you're those guys are never going to go pro. You know, like you're just yeah, but not it's fun. It's fun having a squad. It and is. Fucking, dude, it's a I, community. You have a yeah. community. Dude, I, the worst was getting bullied by children. And oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. A few years ago, we did like, I went back home and we did like a, a, a hoorah, like a little land reunion. party, land party reunion thing. And man, the kids nowadays, the words they say is <laughs> bad. It's bad. I got called like seven racial slurs. Wow. By a child. And the mic's just clipping. Yeah, <laughs> by, by a child. They're just yelling. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll throw the grenade next time. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, but they break easily. Like, I was playing this one game on, uh, what's that one? The Oculus? Uh, Gun Raiders? Yeah. Uh -huh. It's basically like 007. You go and you roam through and you kill everybody, right? And uh, this kid kept killing me and saying, dog water. Dog water. That's like saying trash. Yeah. Apparently dog water. I killed him one time and I just followed him around the rest of the video game going dog water, dog water, <laughs> dog water. He's just like, you suck, dude. I keep killing you. I was like, oh, I killed you once though. And that's all that matters because you're dog water. <laughs> and he was like, stop it. Stop it. How old was this kid? You I ate probably 10, 11. <laughs> Jesus. But I was like, he was pissing me off saying dog water. I wasn't saying shit. Yeah. But as soon as I killed him, I was just like, nah, I'm fucking with you. Like, the whole time. The whole I will, time. I will break you. I'll yeah. break you down mentally. You don't know how to do this. You haven't been broken in real life yet. I've I've stooped to that level where it's just like 
where you just say shit back, where you're just like, you're never going to make it. And the kid's like, what? Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> your parents don't love you, and they're like, huh? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah. I didn't feel good about it afterwards, but they get to you, what? man. It's sad how those kids, they kids nowadays know everything. Yeah. Yeah, like the, immediately. They know everything. Every the, word, every There's only one kid who really got me. And it's cuz I was a robot mm-hmm. in it. And every time he killed me, he called me Taco. <laughs> and I'm like, "Why are you fooling?" And I forgot I used my real name on the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at it, I was like, "Oh, he was literally just being racist." <laughs> <laughs> <a> piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> and when I figured that out, it really got to me. I was like, "Fuck." He called me Taco like eight times. What game was that? It's called Gun Raiders. Oh, go, oh, go still Gun Raiders. Yeah. That's what Josh plays. The, the VR shit's crazy, dude. VR gaming? I've, I've never really... I mean, we you have the thing, right? What's that yeah. one? Your no. roommate has Jamie the, had it. Oh, oh Jamie, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, this shit is like... It's getting real wild. You know? Red VR, I mean, like... like it was straight out of- so it looks it's, like this. Wow. That's pretty cool. You just go around and... Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That guy looked like he was just kind of walk- floating on his feet. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you get dizzy after a while. Yeah. I'm wow. Not, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> Why not? No, thank you. <laughs> no. It's too realistic. It's like 007. Hate it. Like the graphics. It's too scary for me. No, thank you. If you're just listening, uh, we're watching SpongeBob right now. <laughs> How's life going with you, Um, ah oh man, my memory's so bad, dude. What do I do this week? That pool party was fun. That was fun. It was cool. I beat you in pool, and then that's the coolest thing. No, you. I did this week. <laughs> you're saying it like it like it didn't happen. I beat myself. I beat you. No, I beat myself, which caused you to win. I sunk the eight ball, and then I scratched. So that's how. But you still had like seven balls left. How do you know that I didn't design a, a strategy such that you were highly likely because to Because I sink? was stoned, and I made a bad shot. <laughs> that's how I know. I, I made, put a little bit too much power to it. I know it's something about me. that. Too much power. Yeah. <laughs> But that was cool. I like swimming. Um, Swimming's nice. Top Gun, we saw Top Gun. You saw, yeah. That was cool. What did you think of Top Gun? Loved it. You love Top Gun? Yeah. yeah. I genuinely loved it. So cra- it's crazy it, how good America is at making like propaganda. Dude, so is it, was the military, did they fund that? I, I think so. Can you look that up? I think the military funded it. That's how they got all the planes and stuff. Because they use real planes in yeah, all the yeah. in all the scenes, in all the shots. Like when the actors in a plane, they just uh, made it look like a, a solo plane, but like it was actually a two seater plane, and the actor was like pretending to fly the plane while there was actually a pilot in front of him. Yeah. So damn, yeah. and those were like real military jets. Top Gun brought to you by the U.S. military. <laughs> Go down real quick. Dust off the Ray-Ban aviators. Throw on your bomber jackets and ride into the danger zone. 36 years after Top Gun, Tom Cruise is back in the cockpit with Top Gun Maverick, which opens across the country this Friday. Um, Go down. Support. Oh, okay, right here. Top okay. Gun Maverick received support from the Department of Defense 
in the form of equipment, including jets, aircraft carriers, personnel, and technical expertise. This was authorized by the DOD, which assists filmmaking telling military stories. We've been existing for almost 100 years, said retired Air Force LT Colonel Glenn Roberts, who leads the office. We actually assist the very first movie to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. This movie was Wings in 1927. Drama, drama about World War I fighter pilot. Wait, you, you missed something. It's, Tony, it says, The Department of Defense provided support in the form of equipment, including jets, aircraft carriers, and journalist assassination. <laughs> Jesus. But another film about fire. That's crazy. So they. Yeah, let's see what movies the DOD has done. Oh, yes. Yes. Can we look? Let's see what movies. What if it's Dude. just like. What if it's like Air Bud? <laughs> <laughs> the do- Department of Defense. Like, like, why is the DOD involved in. <laughs> Air- Don- <laughs> None of your business. But, dude, it's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, now that I know that our taxpayer dollars went to it, I hate it. I can't love it anymore. Why? The DOD Entertainment and Media Office funded it. Yeah. That's fucked up. No, that's great because you want to know why? You want to know why I like that? Why? Because, dude, it worked. I literally almost left the movie theater, sold my car to buy a one-way ticket to Ukraine to fight. I bet you some people did. I bet you some people were inspired. To join the military? Yes. I almost rejoined. Rejoin you were or never in the military. Wasn't the contract contracting. Oh, okay. <laughs> some US movie. Let's see. Batman and Robin. The one US movie that was co-scripted by the DOD includes Batman. <laughs> and Robin. Behind enemy lines, Black Hawk Down makes sense. Makes sense. Deep impact. Godzilla. Go down. Go to more items real quick. Go down. Uh. More down, down, down. Holy okay. shit! I am legend. They Indiana, made a lot of movies. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Iron Man. Iron Man Two. The Jackal. James Bond series. Jurassic Park Three. What? The Karate Kid Part Two. The next Karate Kid. King what? Kong. The Last Action Hero. Silence of the Lambs. Star. Why did they help with Silence of the Lambs? Top Gun. Transformers. True Lies. Wonder Woman. Nineteen eighty four. And Wings. God damn it! They've been doing this since nineteen twenty seven. Yes, I read that earlier. That was the one that they, they won, won the, the Oscar. Award. Yeah. For a hundred. Oh my I god! I get it though. All those movies include like. Uh, like military equipment. I get that. No, there's one that didn't. Oh yeah, the Karate Kid Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense in that movie. <gasps> Why? In that movie, his 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 fists. Yeah. Were guns. <laughs> <laughs> the military is like, oh, those are guns. Dude, why? My question is, why is the DoD involved with the Silence of the Lambs? I guess there's lots of FBI agents in that movie. Mm-hmm. Probably for that aspect, yeah. Oh, in the prisons? Yeah, in the raid. You know how they raid uh the uh all the houses at the end? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. The US prison uh the US military system is the made some bangers. <laughs> they made some bangers, dude. My dad was right. Maybe I should have gone into the military. He's you like, could become a filmmaker in the military? Yeah. My dad actually told me that. 
He told you that you could have been a filmmaker for the military, or you could have been a doc, like a journalist. He wanted me to go in the military, and they're like, "We have photographers in the military. You can take pictures." You'd figure that'd be like one of the biggest things for the military because, like, with the Nazis, Goebbels, like, he was like secondhand under Hitler. Yeah, and their thing was all pushing propaganda, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, I can see why they're. What they're like, they're like, we'll let you know some stuff and you can base it off of that. Yeah. Because there's so much technology that comes out in movies that yeah. later comes out in real life. Yeah. And it's just like, oh shit, because you had that. And it's wow. like, you could just show, like, you film like like a family crying in Iraq and they're like, you know why they're sad? Because of Al Qaeda. Even though they're sad because, mm-hmm. like, their dog just got run over by a Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, y- you can. <laughs> yeah, with dude, documentary storytelling, you can paint any narrative. Dude, I would love to see you in like Iraq and you go, cut, stop. <laughs> hey. You're not crying hard enough. Hey, I, I, hey you're dying. <laughs> you're dying. I need to I need to see some tears. <laughs> hey, we're in Iraq, okay? Act like it. <laughs> Act like it. <laughs> oh yeah, the sniper. American sniper. That was a good. Yeah. I never watched this one. You didn't see the very, Is this first, the w- very first scene. Kills a kid, snipes oh, a kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This movie got a lot of intra- backlash. Well, what was the, the kid doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's the part they don't. They don't really tell you. It, it, they leave it uh, up in the air for you to decide. But either the mom gave him a bomb or gave him something else. But they never show you what they gave the kid. Yeah. He just shoots the kid, and then it goes on. This was a very, one of the first, like, one of the first, like, very controversial, like, war movies. So, was it just, like, American, like, just No, because it's Bradley Cooper plays Chris Kyle, and Chris Kyle, people say, is kind of problematic because he wrote a book saying how much he enjoyed going over there and fighting and... And slapped Jesse Ventura in the face. Yeah, and he, and people were like, oh, so you like killing people over there where I think people don't get like, I see both sides. Like, yeah, you shouldn't say like, Oh fucking, I loved it. But also that's how you mentally get through it is you kind of, it's like a boyhood brotherhood where they're like, we're doing something like they hype each other up to get, Oh yeah. To get through the, the trauma. Yeah. Dude, there's some soldiers that come back and they wish they were back in Iraq. Oh, wait, is this the movie where the guy goes back, like, four times? I think so, yeah, yeah. Wait, I think I have, like, he go, like, he, he is like he's, the like, number too, one, he's too good at it. He's the number one sniper in, like, American, isn't he? He's, like, I the think best, he has the most confirmed kills. Most confirmed kills in American history. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper actually went in Afghanistan when they shot this movie. Well, dude, you know, I recently shot, went to a gun range for the first time. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, and dude, even shooting like I mean, I couldn't imagine shooting a sniper rifle, dude. No, just the it's cool. Have you done it? Yeah, you shot a sniper rifle, yeah, it's hard with the scope, yeah, at what at a target like uh, like a uh, hundred yards away. I would always be worried, doesn't the glass hit you in the eye? No, the scope. No, oh, I thought you, you meant like at a target, like, yeah. No, no, at a the store, the retail store. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, no. where the fuck do they have no, shooting yeah, It's like it's between aisle seven and eighteen. No, I just Josh. started shooting yeah. people at Target. They just Stop say, asking questions. They just say, <laughs> clear the aisles, and then you go. 
Now, uh, but uh, yeah. 160 kills. Jesus. But he's claimed 255. I mean, you're a serial. He's a serial killer. Yeah, but like it's war. That's the conflict people have. It's like he he got paid to do it. He's a patriot. He's a good serial killer. <laughs> he serial kills for good. Dude, it's a it's a it's it's a weird. I didn't get oh, that. They, she, Could you try Hey again? Siri got activated. No, it's a it's a weird it's a it's it's a a weird thing. In a war, if you kill 155 people, you're a hero. But if you do it back home, you're a murderer. Right. Cool. They're enemy soldiers, so I guess that's the difference. That's, a, that's the crazy thing is like my dad like taught me like when you're like training for war, you're like taught. That it, they're not human. So that you can go out and, like, kill people. That's why there's, like, uh, like World War II propaganda. Like, for the Japanese, they overly cartoon, like, made cartoons um, of Germans, of the Japanese, of the Vietnamese during the Vietnam War. They kind of, like, overdo them, almost like ghoulish, like, figures. Yep. Is because if you, can, if you do that, then you can kill them without remorse. There was a game in Germany. It was like Monopoly, but they made it with Jewish people. They yeah. made, and they made the Jewish people look real ghoulish. Dude, that's why the, That's why you see a lot of this uh, stuff come out now where like, like political parties will say that every person on the other party is like, a, like in a pedophile cult or all this. They're literally using tactics created back in like uh, the, Roman, the Roman days that the church used against their enemies. To just dehumanize people. Dehumanize. If you say, because the thing is, if you tell people that this entire group of people are like pedophiles and that are like these these monsters, da da da. I mean, there was an island, but you know. Yeah, there. It's true, but what? But the the. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's the whole grand that everybody. In the Democratic Party is doing this. No, Republican Party too. But I'm saying it's like, that's how you dehumanize an entire group of people. And then all the soldiers can go in and feel good about killing them. Oh, that's true. If it was just a group of pedophiles, I have no problem going in there and just mowing everybody down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah, like war tactics back, like uh, vampires and stuff. That's how the vampire got created. It was like... Like, the gypsies were considered, like, they're like, oh, they're like night creatures. They're werewolves. Van- at night, they, they turn into these monsters. That's how, like, uh, how uh, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, all these things got created. Dude, you know what I would, like, love to see? Hmm. Like, a DOD writer's room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's, like, the, the, the head DOD writer's just like, all right, everyone. <coughs> we got to make these people look like shit. <laughs> Vietnamese, go. Um, go. Um, they, uh, they're, they're stealing all our rice. I, I like it. I thieves. They're thieves. Josh, write that down. Thieves. Ah, oh, then you're gonna ask me about a race. Oh, um, uh, let's go with Latinos. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, give us back the Alamo. I don't know. Oh, they want, okay. they want property. There's thieves. <laughs> They're thieves. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> In fact, let's just get all the let's the, all the minorities. Uh, let's just do thieves for all the <laughs> the Irish. <laughs> the Irish. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. 
I don't like it when it's about me. That's not okay. Yeah. When it's about you, it's funny. When it's about me, it's not funny. Yeah. I know. You, you understand? You threw me off. You're like, I was like, hey, hey. what side am I on? Hey. That's, then, always, that's always fun. It's like you see that with like uh, with jokes nowadays where it's like people make jokes about like other racist religions and they'll be like, oh, that's so funny. But then you make a joke about their race or religion. They're like, hey, <laughs> come on. Yeah, like, Stop. we're not, we're not like that. Problematic. <laughs> yeah. It's problematic. I'm upset. Um, Dude, can we sell a script to the DOD, please? Yeah. I want to sell can it. We, let's, yeah, let's pitch can we option? the best war movie. The yeah. Be- let's make- let's, I want it fully funded by the American taxpayer. All right. All right. <laughs> What should we do? Should we do a war that's already happened or should we make up a war that's going to happen? Well, that's a good question because in the future, you can inspire fear in the future. <laughs> but in the past, you can inspire um, a sense of unity around things that we've gone through together as a country. All right. So what do you want? Hear me out. Hear me out. We do a Terminator 2 situation. Osama bin Laden comes back from the dead. <laughs> a plot twist He's on our side. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, and there's one scene, it could be comedic. There's one scene where all like the the fucking, like Chris Kyle's back. We bring him back from the dead. Like all the best soldiers. Yeah, he got shot actually. Didn't Chris Kyle get shot? I think he killed killed KIA? No, I don't think he killed himself. I think he got shot. Can you look it up? But Chris Kyle, we bring him back. Yeah. And all like these great Bradley Cooper as Chris Kyle. He's there too. And this is a good comedic scene where they're flying to the mission. And they're like, who's flying the plane? And the door slowly opens and he just goes, hello. (laughs) And they're like, Osama Bin Laden. And he goes, I'm back for good. (laughs) And then it's like a big moment. I thought you were dead. Oh, yeah, he was shot at a gun range. By this guy. Oh, my God. That's crazy, dude. I think I've heard this. How does a guy that has... He's a... Oh, was it? Oh, but it was was on purpose. Yeah, this guy killed him on purpose. Could you look it up, Robert? In Chalk Mountain, Texas. Why did did Ruth shoot Kyle? Go down real quick. People ask, go down. Uh, mother reaching out to him, asking if he could help her son, Ralph, 24-year-old Marine Corps veteran, explained his actions during an interrogation with the Texas Rangers, saying that he shot Kyle first because he couldn't clearly identify him. He could clearly identify him. Or he could clearly. Was he, a, so he was just, I want to know, was it like he shot Kyle because of, like, animosity towards him, or was it because, like, he, probably had, he was just crazy and was killing anyone? He, maybe he had PTSD. Jesus. He shot his best friend, too. Yeah. Oh, oh! so he just kind of snapped. Eddie Ray Ruth was an armorer for the Marine Corps in the late 2000s. That is crazy. Dude, PTSD is no joke. I, I've seen it firsthand. You have? It is like one of the scariest experiences. So I was getting uh, dropped off to bowling practice, and we had bowling practice on base, and we're like at the red light right outside the gate, and we see this car just at the red light, just slowly just merge into traffic. And it just, like, started just driving. And we're like, what's going on? And it just, like, crashed into the gate. But the gate's strong, so it's just stuck there. So me and my stepmom go out, and we go to the car, and it's just a soldier in his, like, BDUs, right? And he's just asleep, just, like, stomping on the on the wheel and just screaming and just hitting the wheel. Like, he just, yeah. Whoa. And you're just like, you can't do anything. He's just like not there. We're like, hello, hello. He's like, God damn. Just like shouting people's names out. 
Like, oh my god! Yeah, it was like what it's, the fuck. It's, but if you break down somebody and then and rebuild them for war, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Out of the hundreds that you do or thousands, you're gonna have a few people just completely break. Oh yeah, holy! And they shit, come back, dude. dude. You go. That's why. A lot so did that guy like not like what was going through his mind? He probably had like a. a f- he heard something. That's why they. And say he thought fire- he was back in the war, yeah, dude. That's why fireworks. They say if you live around with some veterans, let them know if you're going to shoot fireworks, because that could trigger a flashback. Yeah. Loud noises, stuff like that, can trigger trauma. Yeah. Holy fuck! Because dude. like, dude, he was just not there. He was just fucking beating the shit out of his car, like. Because, like, it's like Josh said, and that's why I said earlier, a lot of soldiers want to go back to war is because they're tr- that's where they feel the most comfortable is a war scenario. Re- actually, Because like, it's what they were trained and taught, so when they're there, they feel at com- home. Comfortable. They feel comfortable around chaos. But then when you come back and everything's so calm, you're just like, what's, yeah. go- what's going on? I don't belong here. And, then, and the calmness, actually. And then also, you kill people. And, like, yeah, we say, like, you know, you got to live with that. That you took life. And a lot of people, they come back, they get rewarded, and they're like, I don't feel like a hero. Yeah. Like, there's soldiers that, like, that's why anytime I, I look at it like I'm against wars, but, like, I never blame the soldiers. Because I feel like the soldiers are human beings that were lied to to fight for the rich. Yeah. And they, they're they pawns in this big game. You got to exclude some people. I exclude Nazis from that. I even think Nazi soldiers, dude. Well, yeah, they're going to say I was ordered to do that. That's that's what they all said. I think, dude, but it's, I think it's any, I think, I think if you're working like the, 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 like at Auschwitz and stuff, that's different. Yeah, but I think you got to go even more if you're specific. Just a, if a foot soldier, like, dude, you're taught, like, back then, Germany was down. They're like, oh, the world's coming after us. Like, we got to we gotta fight to regain our territory, da, da, da. It's like, again, it's propaganda. It's If you're taught, like, you're fighting for the greater good, you, you really can't blame the foot soldier. Yeah, I mean, if you're, like, killing, like, I think there's a difference. Like, I, I don't think Nazi soldiers are a monolith. Clip this up later on. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, listen, but, the Nazis. No, no, no. But no. Like, what uh, I'm saying is. Like, it, the secretary wasn't that bad. You know? <laughs> but the way I see it is, like, if you are, um, like, ordered to murder someone that, like, like let's use common sense here. Like, um, if you're someone that's pulling a lever or shooting an innocent person in the head. Yeah, you're you're going to hell. You're a monster. Yeah, even if, if you're following if you're orders, a c- civilian. Um, yeah, but yeah, maybe like but if you're you a know, front 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 line soldier, where you're thinking, oh, I'm going to war to help my country. It's like, because a lot of dude, my grandparents, my grandparents that lived in Germany, they didn't know that like the the slaughtering of the Jews and stuff was going on. Like they didn't know. They knew. They knew in their six-year-old mind. No, they, no, but it's it's crazy. Like how a lot of like my they gra- lied and they knew. They knew. My grandpa was six and he goes good. <laughs> yeah. Now change my diaper. Good. Well, also, I want to know this: was the Nazi draft mandatory, or or uh, not? It became yeah. It was kind of I think so. Like especially towards the end, dude. This th- is when it was all mandatory. Especially Russia's. Hit, 
Yeah, this is when Hitler went crazy, was like the last like few months. Literally, my grandma tells a story. She got shot at by German soldiers. Hold on, that's when Hitler went crazy? No, like, cra- <laughs> like he, no. Hear me out. All right, all right, Hitler was always crazy, but like he went yeah. especially crazy because when he knew the war the war was over, he literally was sending kids to war. I think the age was like ten. What he the goes, fuck? men, women, children, everybody. He goes, if we're not going to win, I want Germany to be extinct. He wants everybody to be dead. Literally, my grandma tells a story. She was like seven years old, and uh, they they had. A, the German soldiers were going through their little village and they hid in the wine cellar and they were getting shot at. They were just going by the houses, the German soldiers. And shooting just, at the civilians? Shooting at the houses, yeah, because they're cowards. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, my grandma is, my grandma tells me a story. She, my grandma's a badass, my Oma. She had a guy, they used to rent out their farmhouse and there was a guy uh, that was staying there and she went into her into the room and he had all this Nazi memorabilia, like he had flags, all this stuff. So what she did was she took it all and she brought it to the front yard and she put gasoline on it and lit it on fire. And when the guy came back, she had a knife and she goes, just get the fuck out of my house. Wow. Yeah. What year was this? This was like uh, uh, 80s. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. Hello, That's Hello, crazy. Hello and crazy at the end. Uh, they're saying that he... He had this thing from the occult called a mandrake, and they said as long as you have this, you will rule uh, Europe and so forth. And then he like tried to tear all, all all his occult ties, and he destroys his mandrake. And then as soon as he destroys it, that's when everything went to crap. Apparently, wow. No, he was like, dude, <laughs> that's what it was. Ugh. No, but it was like it was crazy because like, dude, it's it's crazy. It's it's wild, man. It's it's. I'm honestly. I'm honestly uh, not a huge fan of Europe. He can have Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I love how all the dictators always try to take Europe. You know, no, I just it's like it's not even the greatest continent. I just think, dude, it's it's it, it's wild. Like the like like war is crazy. I don't. I mean, like, dude, people. I don't. People will go to war like for one guy because Hitler said he wants to go to war. He was like. It's crazy. It's 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 fucking it's mass psychosis, dude. It's, it's when people it's, are at their lowest, at their lowest. He was a best-selling author, you know what I mean? Like he was a celebrity. Yeah. Is Paul and then there were you had people in England and America uh like cheering him on like look Dude, at this guy. look up look up uh what is it? Madison Square Garden in the I think in the 40s, the Nazi party had a party. Like had a event at Madison Square Garden, nineteen thirty nine. What thirty nine? And in America, does not like talking about it in their history. Pull up an image. No way. Yeah, and that's why. Holy shit, dude! Go to images real quick. Yeah, he was popular. That was at Madison Square Garden, nineteen thirty nine. Oh my god! When Nazis took Manhattan, these were all like pro Hitler. Americans. Wasn't wasn't Babe Ruth also like he's like I like what this Hitler guy's saying? <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I Babe Ruth so. wasn't. Yeah, dude. But I'm just saying it's like <laughs> it's it's crazy that like America we we always we always study like it was us versus the Nazis, but it's like bro, there were a lot of people at home, uh, that were cheering on for Hitler. It's crazy. Yeah. It was it's crazy. That's an article name: Babe Ruth and the Holocaust. <laughs> 
Here's our pitch. It's a Baltimore baseball story of sorts, but while Jews love baseball, not everyone knows there's a single but meaningful Jewish connection to the Baltimore's baseball icon, George Herman, Babe Ruth. A particular incident described in the following article by Raphael. Oh, when the Nazis' final solution was at the height of Europe. Go down real quick. Um, Let's see. A lot of backlog. Let's see. Uh... Hmm. Oh, no, he like. But as the American public is about to discover, there was another Babe Ruth, one who went to bat for women and minorities, including the Jews of Europe during the Holocaust. Oh, okay. Oh, he's good. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the reverse. Oh. I've been bad mouthing this man for years. Yeah, Babe Ruth's courageous, actually. Okay, he's good. <laughs> yeah. oh, Babe Ruth blasted Hitler during World War II. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were supposed to spread the misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do wars. Dude. Cr- do you think you could? <sighs> We've talked about this, but I don't know. I don't think I could fight a war. I could do it. I can choose. I can kill someone. You couldn't kill someone? No. I would be, I would be really, I mean, I would like every, everyone wants to think that they would like be brave and shit. If you ever had to go to war, Yeah. I would bitch out immediately. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, you kidding me? I'd like get the adrenaline rush, just like shaking and shit, you know. Um, I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. All right. I think everybody can kill somebody. If you're sitting right now in this room and you have a joystick in front of you, and they're like, "Go blow those things up," you're just blowing up cars. You're not thinking of killing people, but you're killing people. Yeah, I could do the, the, the drone thing. <laughs> drone thing is fine. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, it's a video game. Like, yeah, like, hey, what are you, what are you up to lately, Sean? Ah, uh, you know, the drone thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think, I don't know. Because, like, we as a country have done some fucked up shit. Every country has. Like, dude, you see, like, I watch this thing where it's, like, when, like, the attacks on Ukraine were happening and we saw those videos... And it was like scary where planes were coming down, bombing fucking apartment complexes. You're like, what the fuck? And it's it's scary. And you're just, and the news is like, look at this terrifying situation. But if you go to like 2002, when we were bombing the Middle East, the news reporters were like, isn't it a beautiful sight seeing our missiles fly in the sky? It's like, it. what's the difference? It wasn't like our bombs are set to bad people only. <laughs> Like, we do the same thing. Yeah. You got to sell it differently. It's a different shade of people you're bombing. So you sell it differently. Yeah. Well, and then and the reasons. I just, I just don't, lo- I can't look at it. Like, to me, it's just like, you can't, just because. <laughs> well, I mean, it's defending the, it's defending our, our, whatever, our country. That's what people say. Defending our, you know, defending America. Yeah. So. I just look that, at it. I just look at war as bad. Well, I mean, it's the and like I feel like every war after like World War II has kind of been to to make the the military industrial complex richer. Because who was it? Eisenhower warned us of that. Yeah, he wanted to tear down the factories and uh, stop building bombs and stuff because he he said like we have. My biggest fear is that the military industrial complex will get too big to stop and we will fight endless wars just to, you know, yeah. to fuel it. And he was right. Yeah. He was right. Like, we got to have 
out of Afghanistan and within three months we're in another war already? Mm-hmm. And it's like, can't we take a vacation? No, because the the line needs to go up. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> the chart has to go up on the on the on the projections. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we're pitching another war pretty soon. Well, you know, war helps the economy. Yeah, you know? but I don't know. Maybe you know what else could help the economy? I don't know. Good things. What if? What if instead like. of? What if instead of <laughs> Pringles? Yeah. What if instead of like at war we hire people to build like the streets, uh, clean water, uh, fucking anything, uh, shelters for no, the homeless. It's, it's fucked up that half of our budget goes to the military. That's fucked up. We it's the, the military budget is is out of control, dude. It's hilarious. I mean, at this point. I, you know what I do? What? I pay extra indexes <laughs> so I can get my name on a bump. <laughs> and then they send me a Tony's pic- nuke? Yeah, they send me a picture every time it, when it drops. They're like, Tony's bomb is flying. I go, thank you, America. <laughs> Where you're, you're, you're like a gold subscriber to the military taxes? Dude, I hope my dad doesn't listen to this because he's going to be very disappointed. Oh, shit. My dad's like a pro-war. Pro- he's like. We're the police. Well, no, we're not the world's the, police. The, the 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 rich, the people that run America. I mean, that's their police. You know what I mean? That's where they're going to spend their money because they know the Russians are ruthless. They know China is going to try to do their nineteen or two thousand forty five, their hundred year uh, communist party, whatever that they become the new world order and shit themselves. So that's what they're gearing up for. For the rest of us, we're just in the way. Yeah, we're just in the way. Yeah, dude, it's. I mean, it's what's crazy to me about it is like there's, it's just that every, it's this weird like chicken egg situation where it's like we're not like you, no one I think wants to just actively like colonialize other nations. I disagree. Except for Russia. Okay, that's true. Oh, to, America too. And America and China and, and China <laughs> and England and Germany and Japan. Yeah. Everybody in so like everybody wants. It's the crazy thing is like when you ever every country is a little nationalist. Yeah. If you do that's actually like, true. It is crazy. If dude, growing up in America, this was the craziest thing when I went from German school back to American school is forgetting like every morning it, when we get to class we have to stand up and pledge, pledge our allegiance. Yeah. To a flag. Did you ever sit down for that? Josh, could I get a water real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? Did you ever sit down? No. During the pledge of dude, allegiance. I was in America I when I lived in Germany, we would watch movies on the military base. They play after the trailers. They play the national anthem, and everybody stands up. And you're like, oh, say, can you see by the dawn? And, and then if you sing the song, they play Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they would play the national anthem, and bombs are flying, and the bombs are late. And so it's like they would tell us, like, hey, the reason you're getting this movie is because of America's freedoms. Damn. And I'm like, but when I go to a movie in Germany, they don't make a stand for the German national anthem. Well, it's not as cool as America. Yeah, but Germany also hides a lot of their history themselves. So it's like, what war? We didn't have a war. I disagree. No. I, you I, can't talk about that in Germany. Yes, you can. Dude, in German public school, I learned more about the Holocaust than I did in American public school. Well, what did they teach differently there? They, about the Holocaust. They taught like the terrors of the like. I remember in the third grade they showed us a documentary of like fucked up footage of like people getting shot and all this. Like they that 
Damn. People think that German hide their history. They're very ashamed of it. But they, you're on an American base. No, no, uh, I was in German public school. Oh, okay. In German yeah. public school, they taught like the, that's. The, I've heard that too. I've that's heard the, the misconception is because they don't have like they. That's why they banned like Mein Kampf. That's why they banned swastikas and all that. They are very ashamed, and they like let the. Gender that's what I thought. Because if you're banning the memorabilia, won't you ban the words? Too, no, no, the, no, no, the, no, no, no. You're banning. They're they're still teaching the subject. But they're ashamed of what they did. They're like distraught of the what ultimate white guilt. <laughs> yeah, no, but like they're like they're like, uh, like they showed us like. I remember our, uh, the boy in the striped pajamas. We watched that in the second grade in Germany. Then we like we did an intensive. Okay, but what percentage of those kids there? grandparents or great-grandparents were Nazis in the war and still living there in Germany, are they hearing the same talk? Like, are they going to go back to their house or their grandparents' house and being like, well, this is what we learned. And they're like, no, this is the way, this is what he was really teaching. And this, you know what I mean? How much of that is underground? Because it's still in your, it's still in their system. Yeah, dude. But when I talk about World War II with my opa, because he was like eight or nine when it was happening. He like remembers a lot of it, and he, yeah. And but like his mm. his grandfather didn't have to go to war because his grandpa was a my great grandpa was a farm or his dad my great grandpa was a farmer, so he didn't have to go to war. But they were very my grandpa my opa was, uh, he was anti he did, he did not vote for Hitler. He thought I don't think anybody voted for Hitler. I think I think he, he just, got put in power. But I'm just saying he was not there. Like he was not a a Hitler fan. Like so this this idea. That Germany's hiding their history, I think, is kind of like American propaganda because I think it makes Americans feel better that we don't teach about, like, slavery and how... Like, dude, in Texas history, you learn about San, San Jacinto. Mm -hmm. And they teach about San Jacinto, how he was this ruthless Mexican general. He was ruthless. And uh, he would go into these villages and take over these Texas villages like ruthless man. And then you look up San Jacinto on the internet and you realize the land he was taking back was a part of Mexico that was pillaged and taken from like American settlers. Mm -hmm. But you don't learn that part. You just, <laughs> oh, learn, yeah. you just learn that San Jacinto was this ruthless Mexican general coming in yeah. and burning down these villages. Davy Crockett was a hero. Yeah. No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. he was gambling... So I'm not, I'm not saying there's no, like, there is still white supremacy in Germany and there are Nazis in Germany, but there are actually way more Nazis in America than mm, there are yeah. in Germany, like percentage wise, because we don't talk about it that way. Yeah, and it's just easy to point fingers, dude. dude. It's easy to point fingers. The 1939 thing we just showed Sean, you had no idea about it. Yeah. Most people... Dude, that's just I've, crazy. I have no idea about it because we hide, we hide, suppress our mistakes. Yeah, I, dude, and that I mean because that's we're fucking, winners. That's dangerous. We're winners. <laughs> we write the history. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm just yeah. saying, like I hear that a lot, where they're like, yeah, yeah, Germans are very like they, they fucking they don't talk about it. They hide it. No, we took down our monuments because we're not proud of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's and yeah, if you you can't sell Mein Kampf at a bookstore, which I think is good. Yeah, that's no, they should sell it. They should. 
That way it's, you know when they pick it up, be like, that guy's a Nazi. Look at him picking up the butt. <laughs> well, Look at that guy. It's Well, that is tough, though, man, because it's like uh, that's where it gets a little uh, murky because we don't like banned books. Banned books is it's weird how it's the reaction. It's like it's the reaction to authoritarianism. Yeah. They're like, we this is a horrible time in our history and we want to correct for it and show remorse. And I, yeah, I think that's largely true. The German Germans are very ashamed of it. Um, but banning a book, it's almost like they're censoring. Yeah, but dude, America, it's so funny. Do you remember when Harry Potter was coming out uh-huh. and all those Christians? Oh yeah, the radical Christian like, groups. They were like burning Harry Potter books. The thing is, dude, we're not the radicals here are the same as the radicals over there in like Germany. Like the radicals here. Like American radicals, what do they want? If you're brown, you're kind of the enemy. You have to prove yourself, and then maybe we'll like you. Fucking, mm. if you don't believe in our Christian ideal, you're kind of the enemy. If you're gay, kind of the enemy. Yeah. If you're trans, you're the enemy. Oh man, cut all like 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 just put that right there. All of that together. <laughs> no, yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like. America needs to fucking look in their own fucking shoes for a second and realize a lot of the, the the politicians that are in power now have like crazy have crazy ideas have cra- crazy ideas. I'm not saying as bad nothing they're not like implementing like a holocaust yet. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if like a crazy radical goes in, into power yeah, no, it can accelerate, dude. It can yeah. accelerate if they're like, um, I just, I mean, I blame the Bible. You know, it's like people just use holy books as a fucking re- way to live their life and judge other people. Yeah. A holy book. It's crazy. It's a book. It's a written, book. Uh, a thousand. Hey, yeah. it sucks. The book sucks. It's like if <laughs> I would live my life based off Harry Potter and be like, no, dad, I'm a wizard. <laughs> You muggles. Spectrum Patronum, you muggle. You're a muggle, Dad. You know who wrote this book? A turf. You know, Dad? You you know what, Dad? You're probably friends with Voldemort. (laughs) And I hate you, Papa. I was looking through your phone. Guess what I found? Voldemort. (laughs) You were texting him. (laughs) Should we do some news stories before we get out of here? Yeah. Thank you guys for going on this uh Serious world yeah. war journey with yeah. us. <laughs> no, I hope you guys like. If if you guys don't like it, let us know. Yeah, we could. But, we don't have to be serious. But I I sometimes like this, like to teach about each other's like Tony I mean, defending Nazis. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> I'll fuck with you. I'll fuck with you. <laughs> Nazis are bad. <laughs> Nazis are bad. War criminals are bad. Except for American war criminals. Except, hey. Yeah. Torture if it hey if we if you torture but you make sure to hang an American flag fucking I salute I salute you hey you better have a blue stripe through it yeah you if, better have a blue stripe it's not torture if it's for if American. there's an American flag up it's advanced interrogation hey if you're interrogating someone in an advanced cool way Billy, it's cool if Billy Joel is playing and American flags hanging. And you're cutting off toes to get information. You're a hero. <laughs> Just all you do is play Fortunate Son while you while you zap his balls. You knew <laughs> I come along and wave the flag. Oh, the red, white, and blue. I love credence. 
I love how like like pro, like Americans love that like that band, and they were like the most anti-war band. And they oh, danced. They all dance. their songs are ironic, yeah, right? Yeah, they danced to it. They danced <laughs> to it, and they're just like, America's great. And they're like, we kill civilians. We drop our bombs. We should be disappointed. And they're just like, yes, America. <laughs> no, they, they don't. Yeah, they don't get the irony of Fortunate Son. Yeah. I ain't no Fortunate Son. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's do. Uh, what do you want to talk about? We got North. I think. I think. North Korea did it, guys. Yeah, let's click let's, on it. Let's go. Uh, we've been talking. Some, we, hey, we've been talking about bad people, Nazis. Let's it's talk on, about it's something good. It's, let's talk about something good, right. like the North Koreans. Yeah. Uh, so this is huge. What happened? Um, <laughs> the whole world has been struggling with COVID nineteen, as you know. With what? <laughs> this disease. It's it's anyway. What? No, <laughs> well, what's COVID nineteen? It's this. It's this disease. It's been. It's been really. Killing a lot of people on the earth. Have a lot of people been talking about COVID nineteen? I, I think I missed uh, it. I, honestly, do you know about COVID nineteen, Josh? Yeah, the cove. The cove. That's what I call it. The cove. <laughs> oh, I, I never heard of this. Have you seen the movie The Cove? No, it's like that. I've never, I've never heard of this thing called COVID. COVID. Yeah, it's Co like COVID nineteen. It's a, it's a something I started a while ago. <laughs> It's a startup. Uh, it's, it's a startup, and I'm basically reaching out to all the listeners here to raise capital for it. If you're interested, um, no. But this is pretty big. This is a pretty big deal. Um, I, th I guess North Korea beat COVID. They won. They declared victory on over COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you can scroll down a little bit, Josh. I don't. I think this is pretty exciting. Um, because the rest of the world having a lot of problems beating COVID nineteen. Yeah. Not North Korea. North Korea is pretty good. Um, according to state media, North Korea has avoided the mass death mass deaths many expected in a nation with one of the world's worst healthcare systems. Mm -hmm. uh, debatable. America's pretty bad. Little or no little or no access to hey, vaccines. Hey, real quick. Is the American healthcare system flawed? Yeah. Is it is it money driven? Yeah. But Sean, let's not compare it to North Korea's healthcare system. In North Korea, they probably have two doctors. <laughs> and they're Kim Jong-un's doctors. So let's let's not compare the American healthcare system to North Korea's right now. America's healthcare system is worse than North Korea's healthcare system. <laughs> And I'm tired of denying it. I'm tired of the lies. <laughs> Tony, I went to the ER and I had to pay a lot of money. Okay. For simple. I mean, I paid $60 for Benadryl. I bet you I can go to North, North Korea and get some Benadryl at a local market. Do they have markets? Sean, they don't have stores. <laughs> Most places don't have stores. Yeah, but they have little, little, they must trade with each other. Yeah. I doubt there's a Benadryl farmer in North Korea. <laughs> they they got Benadryl. Maybe. Um Their stores are crazy. The fake stores. Kind of looks like an airport. Doesn't it look like an airport yeah. store. Yeah. Okay, so Anyway. But North Korea beat yeah. So North Korea beat COVID. Um and I guess apparently according to Kim Jong Un, they avoided a lot of the sickness that would have otherwise the South, the South Korean government 
as well as some experts believe that North Korea may soon declare that it has beaten the virus. This will be linked, of course, to Kim's strong and clever guidance. I love, I love, because I bet you a lot of people in North Korea died these past two years. And Kim Jong-un, they're just like, people are dying. And he just goes, they're starving to death. It has nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> like in North Korea, are you going to die? Yes. Are you going to die at a young age? Probably. But not from COVID. You're going to die from no medical treatment, starvation, uh, political imprisonment. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if like, because you know how like everyone's denying, everyone's denying that it's not COVID. Like it's like, no, people aren't dying. That wasn't COVID. Like you're exaggerating. I, here's what Kim Jong-un does. When people are like, Kim, all these people are dying because of COVID. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're exaggerating that number. Those guys starved. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'm Kim Jong-un and tell me that you have COVID. <laughs> Supreme Leader, I'm very sick. I think I have the coronavirus. Please help. Please help me. <laughs> he has died of gunshot wound. <laughs> And not COVID. <laughs> I am your supreme leader, Kim Jong-un. Thank you. He didn't lie. That was a gunshot. Wound. Died of gunshot. What are they what was it called that there was they were talking about for so long the uh something about like you're sick but you're all you're you have COVID but you also have like heart problems. You know what I'm talking about? Comorbidity. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So in North Korea, the comorbidity is starvation, COVID nineteen, being too thin. That Can you would scroll down. Help them. That would help them if they're super thin. Oh, malnourished. I mean, not the thin. That like, I'm not talking thin. I'm talking like malnourished. Uh, there are two sides to such a. De- I thought this was interesting. There are two sides to such a declaration. Said Moonsong Mook, an analyst with the Seoul-based Korea Research Institute for National Strategy. If North Korea says that COVID-19 has gone, it can emphasize that Kim Jong-un is a great leader who has overcome the pandemic. But in doing so, it can't maintain the powerful restrictions that it uses to control the people in the name of containing COVID-19. Yeah, but what's the difference that Kim Jong-un is doing than what Donald Trump did or any other politician? Anytime like COVID goes down a little bit, politicians here go, we've beaten the virus. I brought the vaccine to pharmaceuticals. You. Yeah, it's their dude. All the, he's that's just, not new. Yeah, you're right. That's not. Just, he's Kim, Kim is just Jong doing whatever. Kim Jong Un is just being a politician. Yeah, I've I've given you the vaccine. And also, this is kind of a bullshit take because look at this. Actually, like they go, she goes. Um, uh, but in doing so, it North Korea can't maintain powerful restrictions that it uses to control its people. Actually, it can. Yeah, he's. He could just say, no, I'm going to keep them. And then everyone's going to, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like people are going to be like, wait a minute. They're not going to call out Kim Jong-un ever. Also, also, I bet you, you know how in America when COVID happened, people weren't used to the restrictions where they're like, you have to stay home, wear masks. People are like, no, fuck it, this is crazy, right? In in North Korea, they were just like, hey, put on a mask. They're like, okay. <laughs> like, it was probably way easier to tell, hey, keep social distance. How many feet? Six? I'll do eight. Dude, I bet it's the opposite. I bet you Kim Jong-un's uh, soldiers went around. They're like, hey, like, great news, guys. Like, you get to go outside for an hour. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hey, you get to wear hey, a mask. So apparently there's this, like, little disease going around. But if you go outside for an hour, it'll help stop the spread. And, um, yeah, here's your weekly ration of Benadryl. Thank Thanks you. to Kim Jong-un. Thank you, Supreme Leader. <laughs> 
So I don't know. Do you, do you think, uh, how do you think it's exaggerated? This is funny. This is so funny. North Korea is widely believed to be manipulating its true death toll. It says to widespread outside disbelief that only 73 people in North Korea died of COVID-19. Probably. You really, you believe that number? Uh, yeah. Cause they have everything else. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of believe it. They probably have a lot more diseases that killed someone where COVID was just like an after like, I, I don't know how, how, what's the population of North Korea? And they're not like, there's not, up, and there's not a lot of populated big cities other than Pyongyang. Pyongyang, yeah, it's, most, most yeah. places in North Korea are very like small villages, towns. So it probably didn't spread as much. 25 million people. And also they're skinny. People don't fly in and out of North Korea, like in America and other Dude, countries. Dude, that's actually really true. Yeah. So, so maybe they didn't have, cause like here so in a way, maybe the Kim family have been doing it. Right, this entire time. <laughs> They've been isolating from the world yes. the whole time. We need to isolate. Starve our people. Get a dictator. So if another if the monkeypox comes around, we will be fine. <laughs> we don't yeah, we don't we don't let anyone into our country. That yeah. sounds like a good move. No people in our country, people starve to death. Da, da, da. We if if people die other ways, they're not gonna care about COVID. It'll be on the, not on the radar. No. Do you do you think that if I had like, um, I don't know, a broken leg, do you think that I could get treated for a broken leg in North Korea? No, they would. And don't even look up facts. I just want your take. They would like, treat do you, you think that? No, they would treat like a horse. What? Like a, a race horse here in America. They would just be like, well, Sean had his moments. <laughs> he would, they hammer like, can you feel that? And my legs like purple. <laughs> do you feel that? Can you move your leg? <laughs> so I think I think let's give a round of applause for North Korea. Ooh, they beat it. Yay. Those are the screams of the people that died. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's do it one more story and we'll get out of here. Let's do the Geico. Let's, yeah, yeah. So, Tony, you found this one. So, Geico ordered to pay $5.2 million uh, to a woman who contracted an STD during sex in an insured vehicle. Go down. So Geico has been ordered to pay $5.2 million in damages to a woman who contracted a sexually transmitted disease in, an, in the insurance vehicle of her then-boyfriend, a state appeal court ruled. On Tuesday, a Missouri Court of Appeals Western District published an opinion in favor of the woman identified as a Missouri uh, who allegedly that she uh, contracted HPV during a sexual encounter in, an, in the insured vehicle in 2017. Uh... And then let's go. Uh, Mo asserted that the then boyfriend's car insurance policy covered her injuries and losses in the claim in 2021. Geico turned down her claim, and she took matters to an arbitrator who found the insured arbitrator arbitrator and found the insured uh, negligently infected (laughs) Missouri with HPV and awarded her 5.2 million in damage. Court document said, "Go down." Hey, sorry. I'm Wait, nervous. can I read the next paragraph? Yeah. Tony, here's you. Ready? Oh, oh this is going to hurt. Just do it. She then. <laughs> hey, I got to be honest. We're not doing this. She. Guys. We're not doing this. Then. Reading out loud. You, we're not doing this. Filed. 
the Motion. How do you say that one? <laughs> with, with. All right, all right. This Sit is, down. This is bullying. This is harassment. <laughs> Josh, I don't like that you laughed at it. What am I supposed right. to do? Past I'm, and future. I'm laughing because you got five point two million dollars for some warts. <laughs> no. Um. All right. We, no, no. You, you keep going. I was just busting your balls. <laughs> She then filed a motion with the trial court <laughs> that ruled in her favor and confirmed the judgment of $5.2 in damages for the past and future medical expenses, as well as past and future mental and physical pain and suffering. That is crazy. Yeah. 5.2. Well, to be fair, HPV is fatal in women. Is it? Like you can, they can get cervical cancer. You, it's, it causes, it's extremely dangerous. And it's asymptomatic in men. Which oh. is great. Isn't that crazy? It's cool. It's... <laughs> All right, whatever. You guys probably both have oh, HPV. It's cool no, to, I have the HPV cool vaccine. Gardasil? What? Is it Gardasil? Oh. Is that what it's called? No, I don't know. What the, or you, yeah, probably. Wait, I have the HPV. Wait, wait, wait. You got the HPV vaccine? Yeah. You know what's inside of it? <laughs> what? A tracking device. <laughs> that was Bill Gates' prototype. Yeah. The HPV vaccine was Bill Gates' prototype to kill women. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm so, I mean, that's why I'm autistic. That is crazy. $5.2 million was given. Well, that's the, a, again, the fact. a lot of money. But dude, the, well, so what do you, so like she fucked in the, here, here's this. She fucked in the car. Yeah. Got a really bad STD, a potentially fatal STD. And she sued the guy. And then sued my suit Geico. Yeah. My thing is like, what if they didn't fuck in the car? Then she would have not gotten the money because there's no Ikea insurance. You can't get like an Ikea. Do you think this was a a girl's plan where she's like, she she found a guy she knew he was insured, Mm -hmm. had HPV. And he was like, Hey, let's take it upstairs. And she's like, no, let's fuck. Let's get freaky. Let's let's, get freaky. Let's fuck your Ford Fiesta. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Like, There's not a lot of room here, and she goes, "Just trust me." She's like taking off his clothes. Like you have Geico, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he already like, came right there. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, yeah. like, Dude. she's like, that's so hot. I've been like thinking of switching to Geico to save fifteen percent or more on my car insurance. She goes, "What do you think?" And she goes, "This will take less than fifteen minutes, and then we'll switch." <laughs> <laughs> I've got progressive, but I heard Geico covers all sorts of accidents. Yeah, dude. I think Geico doing a lot of people are going to be fucking in cars now. They're never, dude, someone got fired at Geico over that. Yeah. Someone at some insurance guy got fired at Geico. Some insurance guy got H. They injected him with HPV. (laughs) (laughs) And they said. (laughs) No, there's no way Geico lets this happen again. I mean, there, or or I bet you immediately after this, all of the Geico policies were amended to to make this I just not wanna, valid. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> if there's ladies, any ladies out there, I have I have USAA insurance. Well, that's good. Fucking, do you have? I, are, I pay are for that insured? as a taxpayer. Are you insured? I, yeah. Uh, health, health. Yeah. Or car. car I have State Farm. Ladies, we'll get HPV. We'll fuck in our car once, no strings attached, no love, no nothing, and then you sue the insurance company, and uh, we'll, we'll split the money. We'll give you, we'll give you fucking seventy percent. 
70-30. Right. We'll give you 70 because of the cervical cancer risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cervical is that, cancer Is that risk? fair? You get another 20? That's that's how I'm going to become rich. I'm going to give a girl HPV in my car. And split the money? And split the money. Dude, I wonder if... Well, I bet you the price was so high because it was HPV. I bet you if... Because it's about the material, like, how they actually calculate that stuff. If you go back to, like, um, to the story, how they actually calculate that stuff is, like... It's the damages, or I'm curious. Let's see how they calc- how they rationalize five million. Because uh, you want oh know, past and future medical expenses. You want to know why? Because the guy that gave her HPV he actually went to court, and they said, "How was that pussy?" And he goes, "That pussy was priceless." <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was just like, "Damn!" <laughs> oh, wait, could you go up? I think I saw something interesting. Uh, but Geico did have the opportunity to participate and defend its interest including the ability to challenge liability and damages by entering a defensive insured. Oh, oh, then, but Geico said they were not giving a meaningful opportunity to defend its interests. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I just want to. I just want $5 million. million, What would you do to get $5 million? Something like something that crazy. What would you get? Well, I wouldn't have to, I would to get like, like sex wise. Anything. Or sex, or, or Why sex wise. Yes. Why did it go straight to sex? <laughs> like, do I gotta fuck somebody for? Uh, Would you fuck OJ Simpson in a Ford Bronco for five million dollars? Am I on top? No, you're a bottom. For five million? Yeah. <laughs> and he's OJ. Pull up a picture. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I would. OJ in his prime though. No, OJ now. He's- oh, dude. Wait, and he doesn't have any STDs. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. He doesn't have any STDs. He he is holding a knife, <laughs> but he's not going to kill me. He's like, it's just <laughs> that man. I would let OJ fuck me for five million. <laughs> you the, click the picture on the right. That's actually a live reaction of OJ's face after you said that. Nice. He goes, nice. <laughs> hey OJ, if, if you're watching this, hit us up at the Thoughtless Experiment on Instagram, and let's set this up. We'll get a Ford Bronco to sponsor it. Wait, who's <laughs> going to pay him the $5 million though, OJ? The Ford company, Ford Bronco. Oh, uh, okay. It's advertising. We'll I was going to say, like, I don't think we'll OJ's going to pay him. We'll put it on Pornhub? I, I mean, yeah. White bitch gets murdered by OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I have to do, um, I have to go to a fucking, what do they do when you, when the chick shows up to prison for a, a like cross dress. Uh, no, no, like, uh, you go, like, your girlfriend goes to prison and you can fuck her. Oh, he's not in jail. He's free. What? Yeah. You know, OJ didn't, he go, did, he didn't go to didn't jail. did he go for back murder. to jail for, uh. For, like, stealing for, like, for, for two years. Didn't he go to jail again, again for assault? No, no, no. He's a free man. He's he, a free man? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. He's happy he's to see you. Look at him. He's looking right at you. <laughs> <laughs> OJ's looking right at John going, like, what Wait, he, 2008 armed robbery. <laughs> To get stole, his memor- so you said he stole some stuff. He did armed robbery to get his memorabilia back. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Conjugal visit. Conjugal visit. That's no, what I was thinking. But of. yeah, he's free man. So. So I could do it anywhere. Yeah, you and OJ could. I'm just saying. You wouldn't. <sighs> not I not would get ass fucked for five million. <laughs> Eat one not time. A, not OJ. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you or you can get pegged by eventually by your wife for free. What do you mean eventually? Eventually. <laughs> what? If you're married for 30 years? How long have you been married, gonna... Josh? 
I've been married 11. So she wife ever try to beg you? No. See? I don't want her to. At 20? That's just the thing you want, bro. Has she, has she asked you? No. Can we call her up? Or Oh, she has. She dated. She had uh, her first boyfriend, serious boyfriend, uh, was in the military. He had uh, PTSD pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And she woke up in the middle of the night to uh, him choking her. Like, and she was like, I thought I was going to die. What the fuck? Yeah, in the middle of the night, just choking the shit out of her. He was having a nightmare. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, like sleepwalking, but like sleep choking? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I sleep choking. And then choke. to get back at her, at Adam, his, his now wife, pegged him while he was in sleep. <laughs> now she chokes me and pegs me. <laughs> Dude, that's that's a sad story. Wa- but Not every wife, and not every... Husband is getting pegged out there in this. If you're married, if you've been married for thirty years, <laughs> you're getting pegged. <laughs> I think that's just well, you want to get pegged. I, no, I don't even want it. I don't even. I would never want to get pegged. No, Sean, no way. Sean, I don't want to get pegged. Sean, be honest. Do you want to get pegged? <laughs> no. If she was super hot and she was dating you, and she was like, "But the only way we're gonna date is if I get to peg you." That's All, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Me. But like, I would start small. I would start small. What do you mean? Like two inches. Or one inch even. Even a thumb. Like I would start with one like a half an inch of and slowly. So you go dildo shopping with her. I mean I, she shopping. would have to pay for all of it. I'm not gonna fucking pay for the shit. <laughs> but yeah, I would get like a, a bunch of different sizes of dildos. Move <laughs> huh. it up. Strap on. You know, get pegged. That's what we're talking about. Getting pegged. Uh no, I wouldn't I even if she's really hot, I don't think I would. <laughs> Fuck you! You just crossed your arms and tilted your head. Like I don't think I would. I think you want to get pegged? It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to get pegged again. <laughs> your body language says something different. Wanna... Hey, yeah, your voice says I don't want to get pegged. Your I mean, body no. says I want to get pegged. My body, <laughs> well, my body, tell me yeah. <laughs> No, seriously. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm imagining it. And it does not appeal to me. It no? does not appeal to me. Uh, no? Stop it closing your eyes. It Wait, he said it for a second. He was all... <laughs> it's like getting pegged in his head. Do you, uh, love, do you love it? I've never gotten pegged. You yeah. Love, you, you think about it, though, don't you? No. A thumb up the butt? A thumb? I do a thumb. But not more than a thumb. Because <laughs> you just want to get congratulated. Good job. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to brag like, listen, I'm tight. I don't want no more than a thumb. A thumb is not. In a, a way, a thumb I got, is, is I've, like been vanilla. Me- I've been medically pegged with the suppository. Oh, oh by oh. your grandma. Yeah. And I'm not. That's the one. Pegged, by, pegged by grandma. I don't know. Why would you say that? <laughs> Oh, I guess I'm not going home. But that I'm un- not going home for Thanksgiving. I guess. But you that told on porn- everybody, Grandma pegged you. <laughs> but that on Pornhub, teen lying about sickness gets pegged by Grandma. Yeah. Oh, oh, teen lies. I stop. 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 For five point two million, I would. I'd let OJ have sex with me. <laughs> I, that's. I'm saying it's one day. It's one day for a whole lifetime of freedom. Honestly, he'd probably be fun at pillow talking too. You're just afterwards, you're laying there in the Ford Bronco and you're like, So, did you do it? <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's just us. You're just like, he's just like rubbing his hand through your hair. Yeah. 
That was great. I like how both of you think this is going to be beautiful. This is going to be violent as fuck when he does that. Exactly. It's going to be is violent. The violence is in the beauty. Yeah, but afterwards it's going to be beautiful. And no, you're going to be writhing in pain. Yeah, it's probably going to cost like crying. it's probably going to cost like 3 million just in emotional damages. Yes. For therapy. The therapy. Yeah. That's still a 2 million dollar profit. <laughs> we'll so wake up with PTSD. OJ, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, and like, imagine this: you're getting packed by OJ in a Ford Bronco, and then like you from the future comes in like a portal. Stop! No, no it's not worth it, Tony. <laughs> it's not worth it, man. Afterwards, you went crazy. <laughs> we go into hyperinflation. Dollars aren't worth shit anymore. Yeah, dollars aren't worth shit. You like grab yourself. There was a Top Gun three, and it sucked. Yeah. It was really bad. You directed it. You worked with the DOD, and you directed Top Gun three. It was called Top Gun three pegging. It was. Called Top Gun 3. You put OJ in an F fighter pilot. You know how they had like a football scene? In this one, they had a fucking pegging scene. And it was critically not good. All right. And OJ is innocent. He didn't do it. He told me. We fell in love. Me and OJ fell in love. Uh. Well, we did it. Another episode. Wow, we did it. We did it. We got serious. We got, funny. we got funny. We got sad at times. <sighs> what an emotional roller coaster it is here in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I love this city. I always tell people I love this city. It's the best city in the world. Austin, uh, Texas. A lot of because a lot of hate. A lot of hate. This is the best city in the world. But this city is going to change the world. Pinyon Gang, Austin, Texas, <laughs> and uh, and Istanbul. Well, we do. I gotta go. Tony has to get to his reading class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna read another article on this podcast. No, you should. Never. No, you'll get better at it. It's fine. You're already good at it. Right, Josh? Yeah. It was better <laughs> than I could do. All right. Well, um, that's all we got for you. Tony, you wanna talk? You have a show coming up, right? Yeah, this Friday uh, at the Volton Gas Company, 8 o'clock. It's called Pure Fun Comedy. We actually had a fan. Come out last week. We did. John. John. Thanks, John. Uh, it was awesome. Always great to meet fans. That was really, this was really cool. cool to talk with them um, in the real world. In the real world. This is fake, but in the real world, we, we got to meet a fan, which was awesome. So come out to, I, I won't be there. But uh, I'll be I'll be at the next one I think. Or like something. always, you can follow me at comedian Tony Casillas for more show updates. And Sean Riley comedy on LinkedIn. Uh, at FMCW Studios and check out the comedyfrequency.com. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.